Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Being accused of sign stealing. So what does that mean? It's not the Houston Astros. It is Michigan sending a staffer on the road to scout future opponents in person. That's been a no-no since the mid-90s. And yeah. now the heat's coming down on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, there's so many fun details in here. Dennis Dodd, our, our friend at CBS Sports, reported that two coaches told him that Michigan knew the signs. I guess I heard this from uh, Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger that last year the Athletic re- reported an anonymous coach at Michigan knew both sides of the ball. So wow. they've been on Michigan's been on fire the last two years, and now there's just enough seed of doubt to make you wonder, ooh, did they did they have an unfair advantage here? Sign stealing, as you said, not illegal. The advanced scouting is illegal. I think this is huge because it is such a minor infraction, but Spygate to me with the Patriots was such a minor infraction. And yet, twenty years later, or however many yeah. fifteen years later, we still talk about Spygate. It's yeah. still attached to Bill Belichick. So all you need is something like college football. It's a little, little scandal to turn uh, from a small flame into a big fire for Michigan. Well, I mean, I hope they wouldn't have needed to break the rules to beat East Carolina 30-3. to Or did you need to really be... <laughs> Those pirates are tough, Maggie. ...self-scouting to go ahead to beat Nebraska 45-7. to you know, fifty-two to ten against Minnesota. Like, honestly, it, it's well. The thing is, their schedule's so light; they put all their resources into advanced scouting Ohio State and Penn State, right? I mean, that's why they can afford to do this. Uh, I'll bet you they've been breaking down Ohio State signs. So Michigan State, they play this weekend. You don't need to sign steal anything against no, them. Michigan State's got way bigger problems yeah, right yeah. now, than... and they're not very—they're not playing well either. No, yeah. So. But if you're Ohio State, you have to change your signs, right? I think, but see, that's why I think a lot of teams change their signs anyway. And if, right. if a coach came out last year and that story you said about the athletic, like an anonymous coach already kind of implied that Michigan was doing this, that means every coach in the Big Ten already knows about this. They're already ticked off, I'm sure, about Jim Harbaugh. They're yep. all sharing information. And now I'm sure whether it's Greg Schiano, who will play for you in a second, the Rutgers head coach who seemed to call this out during a game on <laughs> national television. Amazing. Amazingly, this is how little we pay attention to Rutgers. <laughs> Whatever. But we'll play that for you in a minute. But uh, you're going to have coaches who yeah. are going to bury Jim Harbaugh. You know? Well, again, but the other thing, too, is you bring up a good point. Like, you think Jim Harbaugh is the only one? I guess the famous one, everyone thinks Dabo Sweeney's been stealing signs his entire time at Clemson. Yeah. Uh, there's a clip where Justin Fields would not, he said, everyone's got to huddle close so they can't see what we're doing. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Clemson, Clemson the knows the signs. Right That's now. what Yahoo is reporting yeah. today. So you're right. Everybody does it. 
But not everybody's Jim Harbaugh. Not everybody's Michigan. Not everybody's part. Not everyone's number two in the country and the Vegas favorite to win the title. There's just more with Jim Harbaugh, who's already in a cheating scandal. He's a big personality, for better or worse. Yep. Pleated khakis, all that that comes with him. I think this is a perfect storm. I think it adds a level of intrigue that's going to be a lot of fun. You know, you're so right. I think what makes this worse is this is probably every college football coach, but the reason why this seems real is because you could totally see Jim Harbaugh doing <laughs> yes. this. Yes. Totally. He gets like no you, benefit of the doubt. Just like you see Bill Belichick doing Spygate. Yes, exactly. The, yeah. These guys are, you know, it's Darth Vader, you know, coaching football. Yeah, if I told you, uh, you know, some other coach, say the uh, North Carolina coach was doing this or something, nobody would really care. It'd be the a Mac minor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be a minor story. Uh, well, maybe Mac Brown. Would be <laughs> Mac Brown would definitely do this. But I'd say a mid-level coach, a team that's not Michigan, right? a team that's not p- traditional powerhouse like that. Uh, sorry, I picked the wrong. I'd say Purdue's coach have been doing it. Okay. Brian Brom. Is yeah. Brian Brom the Purdue coach? Uh, Louisville. Oh, right, right. He played at Purdue. Uh, who's the who's Purdue coach? Anyone know? <laughs> Thanks, Burlop. Let's hear from Greg Schiano. Uh, this is Schiano in the middle of the game. It's at halftime. Rutgers trailing Michigan. Couple weeks ago, this is what he said to the sideline reporter. Coach, four penalties for your team in the first half. Some that cost you. How do you clean that up in the second half? Well, there's some stuff going on out there, so we just got to slow it down a little bit. There's some things going on that aren't right as well, so we'll talk about how to handle it. Does Michigan defense keep in Gavin Wimsett in this passing game in check? How do you adjust? Well, just got to keep playing. You know, in the game, we just got to keep playing. Yeah, I, he's kind of left the door open now at the time kind of felt like a pretty innocuous thing like there's a lot going on out there i hate to source guess but i wonder if some of these anonymous coaches who are coming forward oh yeah yeah anyway yeah um, brian walters is the head coach of purdue brian brom was the coach last year we knew it all the time brian brom was there last year so that's fine that that's not the worst statute of limitations on that yeah yeah yeah. uh i mean okay whatever brian brom played at louisville coached at purdue my bad anyway uh, that's my point. If Brian Brom had done this, nobody would care because, yeah, this is a function of Jim Harbaugh, who already, I don't even, I didn't follow the cheeseburger scandal that much. I guess that he was caught doing an illegal cheeseburger with a recruit, <laughs> yeah, illegal. and then he lied about it. That's Wait, the did issue. did you keep saying Brian Brom? Jeff Brom. No, Brian Brom. Jeff the... Brom is coaching at Louisville. Oh. <laughs> so make sure we're totally correct here. Oh, okay. There you go. So the cheeseburger scandal, though, is... So Brian is his brother, then. Oh, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, yes, Brian Brom is his brother. Yes. Who is the the good quarterback? Help me out here. Brian, but Jeff Brom is the Louisville head coach. Oh, okay. Brian and uh, Brian Brom was at Purdue, right? Yes. Help me out here. (laughs) Yes. Okay, and what does Brian Brom do at Louisville now? He is the offensive coordinator quarterbacks coach. Gotcha. So they're both on the staff. My bad. Okay. We got all that straightened out. The cheeseburger scandal is, I believe, related to Jim Harbaugh having, uh, he he was having contact with recruits during the COVID dead period for recruiting. Right. And, he, and then he lied a, about it. And, and did he have a cheeseburger with someone? Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, reminds that was me. the recruiting pitch. Was it the big USC scandal, the bagel, illegal bagels? No, the big USC scandal was Reggie Bush getting impermissible benefits no i think right but usc i think they provided illegal supplements on the bagels like they weren't supposed to put cream cheese on locks or was that another <laughs> yeah i don't think it was also the smoked salmon i think it was 
if you just give someone a bagel, it's considered a snack. Okay. If you put cream cheese on it, it's now considered <laughs> a meal. Yes. I so. miss those days of the NCAA <laughs> where every little thing. Yes. Illegal food is the best kind of food, by the way. <laughs> Find yourself eating there. illegal food. Yeah, absolutely. Like past its expiration date or? No, like, you know, you free. Eat kangaroo yeah. or like, something? I'm, I'm eating something that I shouldn't be given and then I just enjoy it. It just tastes, it tastes that much better. Stolen. Oh, stolen food. Do you remember a great movie? Now we're off on a tangent. Do you remember the great movie with Marlon Brando and uh, Matthew Broderick called The Freshman? Oh, I love that movie. Fantastic movie. You guys seen this? Oh, I have not. That's oh, the one with the Komodo like, dragon, right? The Komodo dragon. Oh, amazing. It's it's from the 90s. It's about like an exclusive supper club. And Marlon Brando plays, of course, like a mafia don. And they have this exclusive restaurant thing. And uh, they claim to be serving Komodo dragon. And Matthew Broderick is the boyfriend of the, the mafia don's daughter. Yeah. And blows up the whole thing. How is that connecting to the scandal? Illegal food. Oh, <laughs> that's well, they, that, uh, it's a they different were eating kind. Komodo dragons. It was an endangered species. Okay, yeah. that's that's a little different than a, a cream cheese topping. <laughs> yeah, is, is yeah. serving Komodo dragon an NCA violation? <laughs> what, is that on the books? There? It's an FDA violation. I think the NCAA would be impressed if you're serving Komodo dragon. <laughs> yeah, because I gotta tell you, if you go down to LSU, you're gonna see a lot of alligators on barbecues there. Oh man, I still can't believe you guys eat that. It's a lot like Good Burger. The movie Good Burger, yeah. where Mondo oh. Burger was blowing up the burgers yes, and right. making them, they were illegal burgers with all the stuff. That's a Keenan Thompson movie? Good yes. Burger. Yeah, Keenan Kel. Do you want a good shake? That's my favorite joke. <laughs> he shakes them. <laughs> we got some good fries with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We've gone far enough off the tangent here. Back to Michigan, yeah, which is if you're embroiled sitting, in a scandal. If you're sitting in your car, Jim Harbaugh did not serve Komodo Dragon to any recruits. <laughs> He apparently was too busy sign stealing. Although, did you say he claims he has no idea? No clue. And that's what I would say if I were the head coach and the NCAA came knocking on my door. This is why I have 150 people on my staff so that there's multiple people who can take the fall for me. Like, allegedly, the guy who is at the center of this, the person of interest, quote unquote, is someone named Connor Stallions, real name, apparently, who is a former... Marine, uh, sergeant in the Marine Corps. Like, you've got special ops on your sideline. Do you really need that to figure out? <laughs> to a figure sign? out what? By the way, the other thing, too, about college football signs, like, they hold up a poster with different faces on there. Yeah. Is it that hard to steal those signs? Well, those, I'm assuming they're changing from week to week. Yeah, right? they definitely are. Um, uh, that's a question, too. Like, how advanced are these college football signs? Uh, Dennis Dodd also reported that this is going to usher in a new era of college football where now the coaches will be able to talk to the quarterbacks, which I, I, I wasn't even aware that there's no communication. He said they've been working on it and yeah. it's been coming soon. This is probably the death knell for the old sign system. You know what is going to be the new scandal if that ends up happening? Yeah. The headsets mysteriously going out. Yeah, like Get the Patriots. Get ready for that. Patriots. Frequency stealing, like for sure. You're going to be yeah. jumping on other people's channels. Especially oh. like Ohio State-Michigan because of the intensity of the rivalry. Like, can you trust anybody in any of those buildings? No. <laughs> Clearly not. Especially not in the Michigan building. Because we've seen they are maybe willing to go the extra mile. Uh, anyway, and who knows what everyone else is doing in college football. Yeah, I mean, listen, cheating is the best. The, the Astros... <laughs> The Astros, how many years ago was the garbage can? Uh, that was in the pandemic. So, like, right Ford, before the pandemic, right. 2020. But I if, oh, but it happened in, in 2017. 2019. Yeah, I think that's going to be with us, with the Astros, for 
30 years, would you say, I don't think we're ever going to get past that? No, I think the Astros and their fans will tell you, well, we they've won a World Series since then, so yeah. they should be absolved or exonerated from it. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I'll, I'll acknowledge that you won the World Series and they've been in the ALCS basically every mm. year, but that 2017 title will always be tainted. Yeah. Like, you can't straight up say like, oh, no, no, this is on the level of all the other ones. No way. And I think for a whole generation, they're going to be kind of referred to as those cheating Astros mm-hmm. at some point. I mean, it's not a mistake. Everyone started uh, tweeting out Michigan Astros yep. last night. <laughs> it takes a long time to get over this. As stupid and minor as this is, this we, I think we both agree this is not the hugest infraction you've ever seen. Um, No, it's not, which is why I don't think there's like a cloud over Michigan yeah. now. You do. I do. I do. I just think that the way storylines sort of take over, it's game days in Ohio State this weekend. The signs are going to be wonderfully creative. Mm-hmm. If ESPN lets them on air, they're going to murder Michigan for three straight hours. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Let's start talking about our favorite sports uh, cheating scandals of all time. Oh. We'll I mean, my, fav- the break. My, my favorite all-time one. I'll, I, save I, it, save it. I, I love it. this one. Okay. <laughs> Save it. We'll do it on the other side. Start thinking about your favorite cheating scandal. But PEDs, we know. Let's get past that. We got it. They were all juicing in the 90s in baseball. Hmm. Although some of the details of some of those are actually pretty good. Anyway. And the guy overseeing it is in the Hall of Fame. Yes, that is true. Bud Seeley. 855-212-4CBS. Oh. 855-212-4227. So we get to that. Also, Major implications uh, for a couple NFL games this weekend. We'll tell you, though, who's going to be unstoppable if they can just win this weekend. Get to that in moments. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Maggie and Perloff. Uh, It's not too hard to tell on my Twitter feed who's an Ohio State fan and who's a Michigan fan. (laughs) I put out that question, should Michigan get an asterisk? Here's an, uh, I think this might be an Ohio State fan. Outscoring C.J. Stroud and three other first-round picks Along with Rose Bowl champ Penn State 69-6 in the second half last season. Seems awfully fishy. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. This is such a stupid infraction. But the fans are so rabid against Michigan, I think it's going to completely become a thing. Yeah, the infraction is sign-stealing allegations. Sending a staff member to advance scout a team in person, which has been outlawed by the NCAA since 1994. Yeah, but what's the excuse against TCU? Couldn't get the signs? <laughs> I mean, are we going back that well, far? I think they seem to have TCU, TCU's defensive signs, at least. They just, uh, yeah, I guess TCU mixed it up. 
No, of course, this is probably in the big picture, not the biggest cheating scandal ever. I just think Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State, they, there's so much heat around these teams right now that it'll be something. Other people disagree, so it'll go away by Tuesday, but I don't think so. I think so. Uh, I think this one goes away. If you want to vote on our poll about whether this will be a cloud over Michigan's season, you can go to at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. Of course, you can find us, uh, Maggie and Perloff on Instagram, Maggie and Perloff on TikTok, Facebook.com slash Maggie and Perloff, also YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, which is where you can hang out with the Weedos and the coffee drinkers in the chat, and they are a very, very friendly bunch And if you want to watch the show. Uh, speaking of cheating, underhandedness, people trying to get away with stuff. This story comes to us from Spain. There's a man who is originally from Lithuanian descent, but he's living in Spain, and he has apparently made a habit, Perloff, of dining at very Mm -hmm. fancy and expensive restaurants, and then when the bill comes, he fakes a heart attack to get out of paying for all these expensive items that he has just eaten and drank. Unbelievable. 20 times, according to Spanish authorities. He must be good at it. Well, I mean, you're going to fake a heart attack. People aren't expecting that you're going to be, you know, manufacturing this out of thin air so you don't have to pay for your paella. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like a pretty, a pretty like, diabolical scheme here. You're preying on people's, you know, sympathy. And you're just trying to rip off a hardworking people that own a restaurant. No, I understand the ethics of it, but it's so <laughs> over the top that you kind of have to respect it. I don't respect <laughs> it. There's nowhere, like... He's not even, like, trying something more subtle, like saying, oh, like, maybe some gastral distress or something else. To fake a heart attack, if you're all in like that, you have to respect that. Also, do you, when you fake a heart, like, thankfully, knock on wood, I've never actually seen anybody have a heart attack. So I'm just going to, I hope I never see that in my life. That would be extremely distressing. However, is this where it's like the movies, you know, where, like, someone's like, oh, my God, my heart, and you're... (laughs) I don't know what this looks like because I'm going to tell you something I do have some experience with. How they portray having a baby in movies, not how it goes. Okay. How so? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do they do in movies? It's like, ah, push, push, boom, there's and, the baby. And, uh, like, the woman has makeup on and <laughs> yeah, smiling. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, no, that's not how it goes. So I'm wondering, does this guy actually know, like, is he a good actor? Or but, is he just so over the top, like, you know, doing something theatrical? I don't think most waiters know what a fake, what a heart yes. attack looks like either. So I think we're in the in the realm of ignorance. Unless there's a doctor two tables over who right. come over. I I mean, this is terrible because I would never do it. But I think I could fake a heart attack. Couldn't you? No, I don't think so. Unless I was just, just doing... Just your chest and fall over <laughs> and pass out? I don't think I have it. I'm a terrible actress. Um, I don't think I could do it. Now, this guy, how he got pinched in this particular situation where he had ordered paella, seafood paella, uh, two whiskeys, um, and I think there's something called uh, like a fancy steak that has a French name that I cannot pronounce. The bill came to, no, I'm sorry, this one was just two whiskeys and seafood paella. He received a bill for 36 bucks at the end of the meal. That's he, a deal. He told the manager yeah, of the restaurant that he needed to go to his hotel to get cash to pay, and the restaurant didn't let him leave, and then he threw himself on the ground dramatically and pretended to have a heart attack, and they called the police. Then they realized he's been doing this kind of, executing this all over town. Yeah, I wonder how they figured out the past infractions. You know, since we're talking about cheating, they 
went back in his history and they found rolled out. the tape. Yeah, where did they figure out how many fake heart attacks he had? Is I there mean, a record of this? I wonder if people, you know, after the fact, been like, hmm, that was a little fishy. Maybe alerted the police or something. So yeah, he had yeah. a rap sheet. Well, I'm glad he's okay, and they weren't real heart attacks. Maybe is there a positive? Is there a silver lining here? I'm sorry, he had been arrested multiple times. In the oh. <laughs> So, yeah, he did. He actually had a paper trail. I think I'm hungry because that paella <laughs> and that French steak now yeah. have me very, very interested. I'm a big paella fan. Me oh. too. Oh, the yeah. whiskey sent on my net either. Yeah, yeah. 7.30 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> That's not a good, that combination of food. Yeah, you give me two whiskeys, I got crushed an entire dish of paella. <laughs> You're right about that. Hey, let's all go out uh, afterwards and fake heart attacks and get a paella. <laughs> Woman, if I see the bill, I might have a real heart attack. <laughs> right. Everyone just to look around each other. Three, two, one. Ah, yeah, I just picture we're sitting at a table. The five of us get paella and all fake heart attacks. <laughs> Three tables over. Uh, I'm not going to get what that table was yeah, having. Right. We put the place out of business. Just <laughs> Whatever uh, they were having, uh, I think I'm just going to go with the hamburger. Okay. Seafood paella is something you crave at 7.30 a.m.? The whiskey I get. <laughs> yeah, the whiskey sounded delicious, too. <laughs> it's the, do I eat shrimp at 7.30 in the morning? I've never been to Spain, but I heard the food is really good. It's great. I've been lucky enough to go to Spain. Uh, food's amazing. But you can also get caught up there eating some things you might not want to eat without knowing it. So, for example, I was in a town in the south of Spain. They were doing this whole big paella thing, and it turned out one of the ingredients in the paella was rabbit testicles. Mm. Wait, what? Mm. Yep. I didn't eat it, and I was... <laughs> thankful that i was with some uh people who are familiar yeah. with this tradition they headed they gave me a warning i i would have tried it you kind of i mean <sighs> you get paella with rabbit testicles don't you want to at least i don't know try it just no, to say you ate it i've eaten rocky mountain oysters before like you take a bite but that's like deep fried with ranch dressing on the side it could right, be right. anything but i would think that rabbit testicles so small that it's like I a bean mean, yeah it's like, <laughs> like that's caviar. not a big deal Got a lot yeah. of hop to it I ate horse nice. by accident in nice. France. That wasn't fun. How'd you figure out it was horse? So I was there for the French Open, uh -huh. and my wife, who knew a little bit of French, was trying to teach me some things to say while I was going to be in Paris for two and a half weeks, and she knew that horse is on menu, so she said, don't ever order anything that, has, that says Chevelle. That's horse. You yep. don't want that. So I, I told the story to the people I was working with at the French Open. Last night in the <laughs> tournament, there's a party for all the workers Sitting there, passing hors d'oeuvres, drinking. There's mini cheeseburgers, I think. Oh. Grab it, pop it in my mouth. Everyone starts laughing. And they go, that, there's your horse. Oh. I made it like 17 days. <laughs> ha, ha, uh -huh. No horse. And it was a cheese horse meat slider. How was it? It was actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but again, it's the same thing. It's yeah. meat with a big thing of cheese on top and yeah, like that's... relish and a bun and ketchup. And I'm like, I'm tasting fresh horse. Listen, are we really Fresh above horse. going to a restaurant in France ordering Chevelle and faking a heart attack? I don't think so. Are, we the, are we the type of show that goes yeah. to France and fakes a heart attack? Well, we also have Carlos. There was a day where he showed up and his entire wardrobe was worth like $2,000. So we could just <laughs> take right. off his shirt, trade that in for our meal. We'd be fine. No oh, fake They have to give me change. <laughs> yes, thank you for the Yeezys. And yeah. uh, we'll be... So I read a lot of Western books. You're not going to believe this about me. Larry McMurtry's my favorite author, the guy who did Lonesome Dove. And there's always a scene in any Western book, a Louis L'Amour, where the cowboy has to eat his horse. It's like uh, uh, to really? survive. Yes. So it's like, yeah, bingo, you've been a great horse. You've taken me all over the world. <laughs> oh.
<laughs> now I'm going to shoot you in the head, and to survive, I'm going to eat you. Like, I'm sorry. Crying while eating it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll always yeah. be a part of me. It's like Luke cutting open that thing in Star Wars and climbing inside yeah, to stay yeah, yeah. warm. Yeah, or Leonardo DiCaprio's character in The Revenant. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. I mean, if it was a matter of survival, you'd eat your horse, right? I'd eat Pete to stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going, going a little live the movie situation there. Yeah, by the way, if we ever have to resort to cannibalism, I feel pretty safe in this crew. No one's gonna... I'm pretty skinny. There's no <laughs> yeah, one going after me. Honestly, you are the last person. Yeah. It's just like I'd be nervous bone. if I were you, Bilotti. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Been that, that some, yeah, you yeah. look delicious. <laughs> Make sure you can get out. If you're yeah. <laughs> if, if one day I accidentally pour barbecue sauce on your head, <laughs> let you marinate. Yeah, I'll learn how to sprint. It sprints fast. You look delicious. We were talking about what you wouldn't eat at 730 in the morning, and I said shrimp. And for a while, it's like, I need bloody. I'm saying if we crash, if we're like going on a remote to somewhere. Where the Andes Mountains? Yeah. Where, where we're we in go? the Andes. Where do we go? Don't come to San Antonio with me and Perloff. Don't worry, I'll make it easy for you. I'll jump off the cliff to help you. The last place we went was Kansas City. Yeah. We're not going to be in a place where we have to resort to cannibalism. Well, I know we're we're big in Boise, Idaho. Uh, yeah. The Nespers Mountains. I've I've spent significant time there. You could get trapped up on a mountain there and eat Bilotti. What, what was the trail that people had to eat each other? You know. For- oh. That's in Washington, right? Uh, what was that called? The day, the yeah, yeah, the pass. Yeah, yeah. That is that. Learn about this in history class. I think we have an affiliate school. there. Oh, the mountain. Like, these people <laughs> were like settlers, and they had to go through the Donner, ma- the Donner Party. The Donner Party. That's right. That so, was like seventh grade social studies. That's yeah. Right. If the Donner Party, that I think is. Kind of up near Washington State, near Pullman. Here's the question: What was the point of teaching us about the Donner Party? We didn't learn about the Donner Party. Okay. I, I, that was part of your American history. <gasps> yeah, that was Oregon Trail for adults. <laughs> I guess so, but it's like, what's the point? Is that substitute teacher day? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Sounds like fact. a good lesson for our sub. <laughs> I feel like Pete's suddenly nervous, and I would be too if I were him. Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 I think it's a compliment. You do look delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Pete, would you mind taking a shower in A1 sauce for no, me? No, I'll pass. Bogus is here with some headlines. Oh, yes, I am. The wonderful people of Philadelphia did their part yesterday buying tickets to Game 3 of the <laughs> NLCS in Arizona with no plans to attend, so there'd be empty seats and less noise for their baseball team to contend with. Is that true? That, it didn't work really well, but some people did because it was so cheap to get into the game yesterday. Yeah. Tickets were like the cheapest, like 19 bucks. They were buying tickets to leave empty seats, but it didn't work because the place was packed. But either way, selfless, generous, innovative idea. <laughs> and yet the city and its fan base still has detractors like former Marlins exec David Sampson. In Philly, there were years when they were not in the playoffs. And it's quiet, and they're grumpy, and they're rude, and it's empty. Mm -hmm. And now, all of a sudden, it's a bunch of front runners who are going crazy and cheering. They're not even in the top five fan bases in all of baseball. How dare he? By the way, what are the Marlins? What's where's the Marlins fan base? That's a right? funny statement from him. Mm. They, I think I, they have the lowest attendance in the league. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't understand. Listen, he's not wrong about any of that, but still, he can't say that he was the Marlins president. I know, but no, even when the Marlins were winning the World Series that they did, I don't think anyone was like, 
and look at that dedicated Marlins fan base. Like, nobody there wanted the stadium. And by the way, the other thing about that criticism, he's like, they're not even top five. So what does that mean? They're like eight? That's the criticism <laughs> of the fan base? They're <laughs> best seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't they're crack not even, top 11. Yeah, yeah. They, they say that this is a great fan base. They're number three in the whole league. <laughs> I mean, come on. Although we do love David Sampson, who comes on the show quite frequently, yeah. or used to when we were in the afternoon. No, that's an old NL East rivalry going there. It is funny, though, because there is no quieter ballpark than the Marlins. Oh, I imagine. Well, Tampa, though, too, right? Tampa. I feel like there was one game that was played with 5,000 people there. And I think that was a Marlins game. So I think there are Rays fans that don't go to the game. I don't know that there are Marlins fans. There have to be some. But, yeah, I think the team resisted. They definitely... The city was, like, resistant of the stadium. Yeah, I mean, two World Series, right? The, there should be fans, but I, I've never really met a, a Marlins fan. But think about it, right? Like, and that was sound courtesy of the Levitard show, so they're in Miami, and I think there's a lot of Marlin fans on their, yeah, on their sure. show. But think about what they did. They won World Series and then dismantled the team the next year. So, you know, you have this high of highs, but then the Marlins then sold all the pieces off, like, soon after. Like, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, I mean. Maybe you want to keep him around. I will be honest, though. Philadelphia is a is definitely a football town. So you'll be at a Phillies game, and there'll be a Dallas Sucks chant starts. Yeah. So I do think there's some truth to that. Uh, I, I Actually, I agree. I do think that there's some bandwagonism going here, and oh. I am on it. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you have, like, created a whole new level of bandwagoning. But, we are, too. But I told you guys last night that Philly's bullpen is a mirage. That's called regression of the mean. You, see, you guys are messing with me and saying the Diamondbacks are done. They're done. They're not done. I'm telling you right now, once the bats slow down, the bats could go completely asleep like the Dodgers and the Braves. This series is just beginning, my friend. That's one mistake. It was one, one, yeah, one run. They got shut out by a guy who was named Brandon Fott, who was three and nine with a 572 ERA, had a career high nine strikeouts, Bogus. Explain that then. It happens. I think think he should have just gone with, no, my last name is pronounced Fat. P Fat. It would have been so much cooler. It should have been Pafat. <laughs> What's his deal? I was asking around this morning, and no one knew anything about him. Never heard of him. I said, like, I, I had to go back. No, I go to Maggie this morning. I'm like, tell me the background of Brandon Fott. And yeah. she's like, can't help you. This is when Perloff treats me like Wikipedia. I'm like, I don't have the info. Yeah, like, Where did he go to high school? Why was this dude a fifth-round pick? Were there health concerns? Uh, yeah. Was it his character? Perloff thinks I've seen an MRI or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, Issues <laughs> with the slider in high school? What's going on here, is Maggie? He Picture. Yeah, like the Diamondbacks, they bring me in on all of their big-time personnel decisions. I, I thought you were sort of a half, like half your job was being a professional baseball scout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in Moneyball. <laughs> in Moneyball. You're one of the people sitting around the table getting yelled at by Brad Pitt. Yeah, because there's 50, 50 feet of crap and then us. Yeah, He's a five-tool player. <laughs> Uh, the Phillies did lose last night, or yesterday afternoon, I guess, 2-1. Could tell Marte a game-ending RBI single for Arizona. So it's now a 2-1 Philly lead in the series. Game 4 at 5 Pacific today. Game 5 of the ALCS at 4 Central in Arlington. The road team now 4-0 and in that series with the Astros roughing up the Rangers last night. 10-3 to get the series even. Jose Altuve, three hits, scored three times in his 100th postseason game. I think the chemistry we have, you know, we came here, uh, 
everybody was just, you know, just to encouraging each other to go out there and, and play the way we did last two days. To, like I said, nobody's trying to be the hero. Everybody trusts the guy behind you. And- Maybe Jose Abreu, though, was the hero last night. His three-run homer in the fourth broke the game open. Justin Verlander, Jordan Montgomery back on the mound today. Eight people total, four of them managers, are on the Cooperstown ballot to be considered by the Contemporary Era Committee. Good list. Those skippers are Jim Leland, Lou Pinella, Davey Johnson, and Cito Gaston. Wow. Like the main ballot, they need 75% of the vote for enshrinement. The boos were raining down into the third quarter, but the Saints did erase a 24-9 hole and then lost the Jaguars at home on Thursday Night Football, 31-24. Derek Carr frustrated. We came here. Uh, everybody was Look, it sucks right now. <laughs> you know, we're, we're finding everything that sucks right now. We're going to point it out, and we're going to call it out, and we're going to try and work on that to get better as leaders. And that's our job. Uh, Carr threw a touchdown and a pick six. He kind of threw the tying touchdown pass in the final minute, but tight end Foster Moreau dropped the pass in the end zone. Shockingly, Jim Harbaugh says he knows nothing about any and all sign-stealing allegations. (laughs) Michigan under investigation for allegedly sending someone to watch future opponents in person which is against NCAA rules. We're told that a gentleman named Connor Stallions, who technically works in the Wolverines recruiting office, might be the culprit, the NCAA, trying to get access to his computer. otherwise known as him Jawbaugh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're a former Marine, as this Connor Stallions is, like, this has got to be the easiest assignment you've ever Uh, had in your career. Yeah, what's camouflage? You put on a Rutgers hat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm blending in with the student body. Rob Lowe, like NFL so, you know, logo just on a your big head. NCAA logo <laughs> on a hat. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's how he's ID'd in the first paragraph of the story. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, okay, so is this like a thing, like, be nice to him? He's a vet. And then it's like, or am I supposed to think that he knows sneaky ways yeah. to spy and then has, he's smart and you can break, <laughs> avoid, break these, thing, th- these things down? Yeah, avoid detection. I mean, I imagine. But he's not going like, in face paint with, like, those, like, weird, like, you know, like, bush stripes. things in front of him to, like, hide in the stands. <laughs> oh, yeah, with, like, the leaves on his helmet. Right. Like in a movie. Um, I look at pictures of him. He is as normal a human being as you could possibly see. He kind of looks like he could blend in. So I think they got a top secret operative. That's a talent. By the way, you, Maggie, thinks that Jim Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan after this year. Yes. Makes a lot of sense. What's a team that might have a vacancy next year that has a history of watching the other team's signs? Where could Jim (laughs) Harbaugh go? I wonder. I mean, you might as well book your flight to Logan Airport in Boston, Jim Harbaugh. He'd be a great fit for the Patriots. You go from grumpy Bill Belichick to grumpy Jim Harbaugh. Can, the- you, can you uh, bring Connor Stallions with you? Oh, you know, yeah. like, who Connor Stallions is definitely coming along Wait, for life. Or the team that ratted him out. Oh, yeah. It's another one. I like their department, too. They're obviously on top of stuff. But- well, it is ironic. Greg Schiano, who's best friends with Bill Belichick, is one of the people who's obviously after Harbaugh. I'm like, yeah, like you've never cheated, dude? <laughs> <laughs> They've all, I'm sure... Just blanket statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's college football. Rules. It's football. Yeah, if but you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. I know, but I think everybody. I would imagine there's a couple coaches out there who were like ready to pounce on Jim Harbaugh. Like absolutely, these guys are vultures. Oh, absolutely. Other. Negative recruiting against each other, all that stuff. Um, totally. Hmm. Jim Harbaugh to the Patriots. Was this a direct audition for New England? You think? <laughs> That's smart. I don't know. I mean, I've actually never thought of that combination of team and coach because Jim Harbaugh probably will interview this year for the NFL once again. Definitely. Maybe if Belichick, does that make any sense? 
I mean, Jim Harbaugh was doing an interview with the Minnesota Vikings on signing day. Like, this dude's <laughs> been wanting to leave. Like, but now I think that he, if he, like, wanted front office, you know, oversight or really yeah. wanted input on personnel, I think his demands probably have to be going, uh, getting milder and milder with every, oh, no, with every scandal. No, I, I don't think so because I think he's going to win the title and then he's going to pick his job. I mean, if they if they can beat Ohio State, then it's I mean they're they're on the way. I, I think New England, if they do fire Belichick, then that's an opening GM and a coach. Maybe that's a perfect fit. Maybe maybe we should start this rumor. Hey, I'm hearing Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> I'm hearing they're going to sub out one sign stealer for another. <laughs> yeah, I mean that being said, we don't know that Belichick's going to. We're not saying that's over, are we? It feels like it should be. Yeah, it feels like it's it's ending. Uh, Maggie's already uh, booking Jim Harbaugh interviews. You're basically his personal secretary. There's no way he's staying. Definitely. And I've had a, another thought about Belichick, too, which is, you know, Belichick like lives rent-free in my head. I'm, I'm nervous about this guy. Kick my team's butt for 20 years, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. Like, Belichick's teams are not good now. Now's the time you actually want to keep them around. I got to get rid of the old way of thinking. You bring in Jim Harbaugh, maybe they're winning 10, 11 games. Right now, Patriots are like a four or five win team. I got to be thinking a little more strategically. Oh, to, to I got to keep him? Keep him. I got to be like more on the Marine Corps on this one and really yeah. think this thing through. What do you mean to, to tank and get a high draft pick? No, no, no to... I'm saying keep Belichick around because this is the only time that the Bills actually have beaten Belichick. Oh. Right. Don't all of a sudden now bring in a hot shot coach who's oh, okay. going to be wor- who's right. gonna be better. It's oh, why... you're trying to speak as a Bills fan. I yeah. thought you were saying a smart strategy for the Patriots would to no. keep him now. No, okay. no, I'm saying for my team, he, he kicked my team's you butt. You can't have it that way. Why not? Why it's not? why I want Jerry Jones to still own the Cowboys, they're a non-factor as long as he's there. Amen. It's the same same idea. Well, also, Belichick benefited. Listen, he's an all-time great coach, but he definitely benefited from the rest of the teams in the AFC East were so awful yes. throughout the time he had with Brady. Like, that definitely helps. Well, they or put was up no it, resistance no, whatsoever. But was it because those teams just kept firing coaches because they kept losing the Patriots, so they were desperate chasing the Patriots, and they never built a good team? Sure, that too. <laughs> that too. Well, those that's in the past, Maggie. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. Day by day. Yes. Yes. There's a rumor that Lincoln Riley is going to team up with Caleb Williams and go to Chicago next year. Yeah, that's a rumor you started, I think. No, it's, <laughs> it's reported. Really? No, it's definitely a huge. It was reported at USC, like Lincoln Riley's looking at the Bears this week. Hmm. How about Harbaugh and McCarthy to the Patriots? McCarthy's yeah. a mock drafted three or four or five. And then Harbaugh could just go with his quarterback to New England. I could see it. I just wonder when you're Lincoln Riley and you're looking at the Bears, you're just like, what am I seeing here? This is a terrible team. Yeah, I don't I don't know that they care because I think coaches think, oh, I could turn around anything, right? That's coach mentality. For the right price. I understand this is uh, going from Southern California to Chicago is not great. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't look at the Bears and be like, hmm, this is a sleeping giant we've got here. I think it's a team that still needs a massive rebuild. No, they're just sleeping. Well, is it just because they're going to pick first? Like, it, it would be yeah. any team. It's not specific to Chicago. He'd be looking at whomever is going to have that, yeah, that first pick. Yeah, he wants pick to and, team up with Caleb. Yeah, just make sure that it's not going to be terrible. But even if you think about it, I mean, the NFC North is Winnable as good right as now. the Lions are. Yeah. It's not a, You're not signing up to deal with Mahomes for the next That's decade true. in the AFC West, so it's not the terrible landing spot to go into. Although, Might have a new building sometime soon. Wow. Minnesota's going to have a new quarterback soon, but still. Yeah. 
Wow, you just sold me on Chicago. That's <laughs> some great points, Bogus. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Bogus is going to be going with that staff to be recording <laughs> future <Bears> opponents. Updates. <laughs> 855-212-4227. Thank you, Andrew Bogus, coming up. Uh, we've got, of course, we check in with one of the other most interesting coaches in college football. We'll do that next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking a lot about the Michigan scandal, the sign ceiling scandal that is now, uh, well, creating a lot of headlines. Jim Harbaugh says he knows nothing about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. We always think that it, for college football coaches, especially, like nobody can fart in Ann Arbor without Jim Harbaugh knowing about it, especially yeah. not someone on his staff or one of his players. That's how it always seems to me. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I've always yeah. thought that about college football coaches, especially ones in small towns. Yes, although I do think Northwestern's going to get slaughtered in their legal case against Pat Fitzgerald. All indications are they're going to lose that one bad. Oh, that he didn't know about the hazing situation. Yeah, like, I mean, I do think that there probably stuff that happens amongst the players that the coach might not know, but if the assistant coaches are involved, 100% they know everything. And there's also the should have known, you know, even if you can claim you didn't know, yeah, should yeah. you have known. But once you get into the contract world, like, the should have known is a lot weaker than did know. Well, I would think if... Michigan was sending somebody to scout future yeah, opponents it, in person. There's going to be receipts. There's going to be flights. There's going to be hotels. There's going to be all this paper trail ooh. of why is this person going to, you know, scout Georgia or That's whatever. That's a great point. Unless Scott, uh, Connor Stallions is that his name, the former yeah. Marine who is the uh, guy who actually did this. Yeah. Maybe he was Allegedly. so stealth that he paid in cash and did all these <laughs> Did all these incognito <laughs> things like a spy? Wouldn't that be much more fun? I think it, it definitely. I think it is not a small detail that he is a former Marine. You know, this is somebody who. Well, he's not CIA, though. No, but he has like more, yeah, more like, skills than the average person in going undetected. I, get, I guess that's if you're sort of invading a country via the beach. I think that's <laughs> covert <laughs> ops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A covert ops, I think more like CIA, like a real spy. It was not James Bond. I mean, that was MI6, <laughs> actually, or MI5. Well, I'm sorry, I forget. It was a Carlos who said he went incognito and put on a Rutgers hat. <laughs> <laughs> that's hardly deep cover. Yeah, no. Although any normal person who's not a Rutgers fan wearing a Rutgers hat would be surprising. A little strange. Uh, let's get to our Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe that? Dion. You believe that? All right, you might be asking yourself, Maggie Perloff, why are you doing the Daily Dion when Colorado's on a bye this week? Well, it's because the intrigue in Dion never stops. Yesterday, yesterday, Jean-Jacques Taylor was a guest on the show. He's got a new book out about Dion Sanders. And we asked if he would ever coach in the NFL, specifically if Jerry Jones and the Cowboys came calling. Would he really be able to turn it down? What can $30 million buy Dion that he can't buy right now? <laughs> Nothing. So money doesn't change his life. And so, you know, he just likes working with kids. So, no, I can never see him going to the NFL. I can never see him coaching in the NFL. Uh, he doesn't like dealing with grown men at that level because he's a hard coach. He's like Nick Saban. Why didn't Nick Saban work in the NFL? Because players say, I'm a grown man. You can't tell me this or that. You can't talk to me like this. And so, uh, you know, that's why That's why he'll never, I mean, he may coach high schools. He may go to another college someday. I don't know. But he'll never go to the NFL. Okay, Perloff, you thought yeah. this didn't seem right to you. I love Jean-Jacques Taylor. I've known him a long time. Great guy, great reporter, great columnist. 
I cannot believe that if Jerry Jones comes up with $30 million, Deion Sanders would say no. First of all, what's the big difference between a 20-year-old college football player and a 25-year-old NFL guy? I Every college coach tries the NFL. How many have not tried it? I mean, Nick Sab- the aforementioned Nick Saban tried it. Urban Meyer tried it. Steve I think Spurrier. Steve Spurrier tried it. I think that Deion... Pete Carroll's done well at the NFL level. Well, Pete Carroll started it as yeah. an NFL coach, yeah. so it's a little different. But I, I think that generally, first of all, that is a lot of money. I can't imagine Dion's worth $300 million. Secondly, I think his ego would be tempted. I really do because I love college football, but NFL is a, probably a, a tad more prestigious. And if he's a Cowboys best friends with Jerry Jones, they're really tight. I, I still see it as a possibility. See, I believe this, and I thought we're being a little quaint here with this $30 million number. I mean, look at what John Gruden got. Look at what Sean Payton got. I mean, these guys are getting $100 million. Well, is so, he saying $30 million per year? Oh, was he saying per year? I thought it was going to be like $30 million, you know, give him a little tryout. Okay, maybe $30 million per year, so it's going to blow it out of the water. So here's – I did a little digging about how much money Deion Sanders has made in his career. Now, yeah. from what's available from public records – it looks like, according to Forbes, Dion made about $60 million just from his professional sports contracts. $45 million in the NFL, $15 million in baseball. But as we know, Dion is much bigger than just his athletic days, right? Like, he was working at NFL Network, and I'm sure making quite a bit there. I, he's definitely comfortable enough. Wow! Don't he, make don't make me say that. Sixty million with taxes. I mean, that's as far as I mean, the reality taxes agent. I, that that money disappears pretty quickly. To the agent's a big fee too. Whatever. I'm not going to say that. Like feel bad for him. Right. But that that money can't still be around that much. That was a long time ago. That was the eighty nine ninety. Well, yeah. You'd hope that if you invested it right and. I don't know. I, I don't think he's average. He made, I read, between a million and $2 million a year. He was at NFL Network for 14 years. Yeah. So that's a big chunk of money, too. But, again, like, it's not like... No, I get it. Like he got a couple Sab- divorces in Nick there. Nick Saban probably has $400 million in the bank. I can't imagine, Dion, unless he has a totally different revenue stream, a marketing stream. Well, the he's getting paid to be a pitch man. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that could be a lot of money right there. I mean, the music career... Still, what about the he pres- was on SNL. What about the prestige of being the Dallas Cowboys head coach? That's not tempting. I kind of believe that he doesn't want to deal with guys who are making fifty million in the locker room. I get that. Have a little control. Uh, okay, coming up, a lot more to do, including can the Dolphins finally beat a good defense? Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.